phantasm? Is it a nightmare? Phantasm. Is it an illusion? Phantasm. What the fuck is up? And welcome to another edition of the Phantasm Podcast. With me to my left is Dr. Vincent West. Hello. <laughs> and I am Corey Warchrist. Or Corey Warder. Whatever the fuck. Well, we had a uh, hell of an episode tonight. Uh, really looking forward to this. Uh, we got the burning on tonight. A little prophecy action. Um, always, always a good watch. In, in the mood for a good slasher. It is. It definitely is Friday. It's, it's Friday. We got, you know, a good, a good slasher. Um, it's a lot to talk about. Lots been going on. You know, this thing. I've, I've never watched this. I bought this uh, last December when we went and saw Goat. Very good show. Yeah. It was in Atlanta. It was in Atlanta with Black Dahlia Murder. Yep, and right. we went and but I bought this for six bucks and I haven't I've never watched it and it actually I'm already blown away. This thing actually looks really good. And yeah, that flashlight, I mean, it's like you got some. <laughs> it looks like this was shot yesterday. It's good. Uh, shot Factory always does a really good job with their shit and uh, you know MGM. You know they own all that kind of stuff and MGM always does a really good job preserving their stuff too uh, most of the time. Yeah, they. Uh, I have a. Of course, we're right smack. Dead. We're right in the fucking beginning of this, where the kids are gonna go and and fuck with Cropsy, and then shit happens, and you know, this is the birth of the monster right here. The the print of this. Um, I have a channel called MGMHD. If you guys have that channel, if you don't look into it, it's actually worth having as a pay channel. They do show commercials, like they have like an intermission, but it's uncut. Right. Uh, but anyway, they, they showed this as MGM title. They showed this, and this Blu-ray actually looks better than the copy that they show on MGM HD. Wow. So it's not the same one, I guess. No, and actually, it's 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 different. The other one, that one actually looked faded and everything else. It's probably their DVD restoration, not their actual new Blu-ray restoration. Yeah, I don't think this they is do that. Because the, the, they I, do that on with a lot of stuff, because like, I know it's not MGM, but it's Columbia, but with, uh, with like Ghostbusters, if you watch it on... TV. I mean, they have the 4K restoration now. And right. The shit you're seeing on TV is still like basic DVD HD restoration. It's not. It's not even the uh, the the regular the initial Blu-ray release. So. All right, Mister. Let's see if we can. Uh, my bro here. Let's look up because I'm pretty sure, and let's find out for the people listening here because I'm pretty sure I saw this. I be- and my phone's dead, or I would look it up right now. <laughs> uh, Arrow is actually putting out the burning in Europe. I believe they are. Which is annoying because they, they, they put they put they they're putting it out in, in the UK like they did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Right. And Corey had went to a convention which folks, we gotta talk about this tonight. Uh, Corey went to a really cool horror convention. But it actually we have a fun story to talk about with this. I'm kinda springing this on you here. All right. But the special makeup effects and the burning obviously were done by Tom Savini, so we're, I, I actually as was well going to... As well as Friday the 13th. Yeah, I mean, he's done lots of stuff, but I wanted to kind of 
have you talk with everybody about the experience <laughs> of meeting Mr. Tom Savini? Okay. Um, a lot of people, I'm sure, have heard a lot about this already. Of uh, you know, close friends of mine, stuff like that. Um, so I went to what's called Mad Monster Party, which is in North Carolina. Uh, they do that um, obviously once a year in around you know around March and shit like that is when they do it. Uh, Cropsy is burning the fuck up. He is very. He is on fire. I mean, this is this is what he's I was on fire. <laughs> this was me in my head after the Tom Savini incident. It was just like I was Cropsy burning in my bunk bed. I'm like, let me out. You have to you have to tell him about. Okay, so the first person I this is the first day of the convention. You know, it's Friday. You had called me. And I had called you right you were after. You're telling me this. you're like I'm about to. You even call, if I'm. Am I wrong? I, you were telling me you were about to go meet him. Right, and he was the first person I, I walked up to out of the entire convention. Well, I hold, hold. I have to. I'm sorry to interrupt. I have to. You guys have to hear this too. Tell them the setup to this because you had spent some money to have a special photo op with this man as well. Right before you know they they always do really cool photo op opportunities like they get dudes in costume and stuff. I mean I'm talking like a year and a, six months event you've paid a lot of money so you could meet he, Tom Savini in a different yeah, way. Yeah, Tom, too. you know, I met Tom Savini before and he was he was all right, you know, he was a pretty cool guy. Um I had paid for a photo op to do with him on Saturday which was where he was dressed as sex machine from from Dust Till Dawn. And how pretty much was, fucking how cool. much was that? Um, it was too much. It was, I don't even know. It was probably like 30 or 40 bucks. Um, but totally cool. You know, it's, it's a cool opportunity. Him dressed as sex machine. Yeah. And he's got the fucking cock piece and everything. You know? But everybody cool. remember, this is all a precursor. I, Cause I remember he'd, he'd, you'd pay for this quite some time in advance. Right? And I brought a weird film. I brought Nightbreed or uh, Nightbreed. I brought a uh, Night, Night Riders, Riders because, yeah. great you movie. know, uh, George Romero was there also, which was fucking great. He's the fucking king. So we... You know, I, I walk over to Tom Savini, first person I walk up to in the whole convention, first day. Uh, George Romero's to my right. He's got a line to fucking Hades. So I walk up to Tom, and he had he had just downed like a whole fucking like glass of scotch or whiskey or some shit. And he had just got back to his table. You know, I was waiting on him to to come to his table, and you know, I he he just sits down, and I, and I I'm like, hey, Tom. Uh, you know, I, I was really hoping you had some Morgan prints from from Night Riders. I know it's a weird film, but I really enjoyed it. You know, uh, I was just like, "Hi, I'm Corey." I, sh- I put my hand out, and he was just like, "Okay." And so I was like, "Well, <laughs> here this goes." So I'm just gonna keep talking, and maybe he'll just come around. You know, even though in my head I was like, "He doesn't deserve my money already," but I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to to let that blow by, and. Uh, so, I didn't see a print that I wanted for him to sign, so I just had him sign my Night Riders. And while he was signing it, I was like, "I know you guys, you know, went through hell to make this film, and I just want to let you know I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty cool, pretty cool movie. If you if you've never seen Night Riders, it's it's an ambitious film George Romero did. It was right after Dawn of the Dead. You know, they wanted him to do another zombie film, and he was trying to do something else. You get Ed Harris to come in on this film, and he does." There's Corky Burger. Uh, on, uh, <laughs> You're actually. I'm in. I he am wasn't in. alive, but he was actually alive. And his new name, folks. That's why a new fun that's name. That's why Tom Savini. I was like, "Hi, I'm Corky Burger." And he was like, "Fuck you." He's like, "I hated that fucking the burning, fucking juice shithead." But do do for do for everybody. Okay, so so you know, Night Riders is a film where 
it just worked out the way it worked out. It was pretty cool where they're, you know, it's like this rena traveling renaissance fair, but instead of horses, they're on motorcycles, and that wasn't originally supposed to happen, but it was easier than actually getting horses for the budget they had. Great movie, by the All way. All the shit, yeah, it's, it's fucking cool. It's got Ed Harris and, and Tom Savini. Great in that movie, horrible as a person. So I was telling him how much I liked the film, and he was <laughs> signing it, and he just like... Here, do it. You have to do the... He, he slams my, my Blu-ray spine, which is, if you have a book or a DVD or a Blu-ray, you know the spine is the most coveted part of your fucking piece because that's the most valuable part. It's what makes it fucking open. So if you ruin the goddamn spine of the film, then, you know, you're that's the worst thing ever. So he basically stacks it like a deck of cards and he's just like, and like hands it to me after he signs it. Didn't say a fucking word to me. I was like, what, did I, I didn't interrupt your drink, I watched you drink it, and you sat down, and then I said, hey, I waited. You know, I didn't walk was, up to you. I, I've never asked you this, was there, not to interrupt, was there, was there, was there other folks in the line, were you no, at the front of the, the line? No, I was the only one standing there. And he's just a horse's ass. And he was a horse's ass. And there See, was that's... some chick with him, and all he said to me was like, make sure you pay that fine lady right here. I was like, what, do you think I was just not going to pay her? I was like... I don't know what to do. I don't know if I like approached him weird to him. You or... should have taken your wallet and been like, "I'll yeah. pay right now." Yeah. I should have like licked every dollar. Just like, I don't know. <laughs> licked it with my hands. But you know, I I didn't appreciate that. It pissed me off. But you know what I did right after that? I was like, "Oh, you know, what I'm gonna do now, Chief. I'm gonna meet George Romero." Yeah. So you can right, your boss. boss. Yeah, your boss. You know, the guy that gave you a fucking job in the first place. We know a lot of people. And, I, you know, this is something I learned from... Uh, I'd rather meet Sean S. Cunningham than meet him. Right. Again. Well, <laughs> you know, what, something we didn't talk about... I met Ari Lehman, who was the fucking boy Jason, and he was cool. He's famous for being a fucking kid, and of course right. he's like, on the original Jason, you know. But at least he's cool. He's like, hey, man, I got a metal band called First Jason. <laughs> like, he's super nice. He's like, hey, man, can I get you anything? Can I, like... Rub your back with essential oils. You know, he's, he's really... Fu he doesn't say that. Right. He's really fucking welcoming and cool. And all he's famous for is being First Jason. He, he acknowledges right. that. And he actually enjoys d meeting people that appreciate it. So when you go up to Tom Savini, who is not Rick Baker... Uh, <laughs> or Rob Bottin. Or Rob Bottin. Or any of or those... Or Screaming Mad George. Or any of those motherfuckers. It's like, or you know... can be a I was like, yeah, I get Even it. trained... I was like, yeah, I get it, but you got your boy, you know, George sitting right over here that's got to line out the fucking ass, and I came up to you first out of anybody here because I was like, hey, man, I'm doing a photo op with you tomorrow. It's going to be fun. You know, I hope, you know, I can't wait to see you there in the, in the regalia from, from Dust Till Dawn because I love that movie, and he's just doesn't give a fuck. It's like, you know, you can at least act like you give a shit. I don't care how fake you are, but act like you give a shit. If you just don't give a shit, then I don't understand why... You do conventions. It's like, you know, oh, because you need the money because you don't do films because you're broke. That's side note, he uh, – this is something I don't know if I've ever told you about. This goes along with your story. Anyways, here's uh, Cropsy's first kill. It's, this chick looks like a fucking tranny. Yeah, she kind of does. I, oof. She looks like that. That's a Jessica, paper bag. Looks like that Jessica chick. Like, I need my smile. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> when – I forgot what I was fucking going to say. Uh, Ooh, she's like, hey, Cropsy. <laughs> well, what I was... Uh, I had tried to friend... And I'm, I'm sure... There's, I'm not the only person that's ever done this. I tried to friend him on Facebook, and he basically lectured me. He gave you the Savini butt? He just... Yeah, I mean, he just lectured me, like, like how dare you, I don't know you kind of thing. And oh, my God. Did you attend my school and all this other stuff? And I was like, well, as a kid, I wanted to. Now I'd like to go take your... Uh, your makeup books and set them on fire. <laughs> but, uh, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't really understand. I don't know. Maybe if if uh, somebody in Hollywood has made him jaded, or maybe his family's made him jaded, or I, I'm not really sure because I don't think it's George Romero that's made him jaded. I think he's just jaded. It's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like you got I the. Mean, there I, you go. The, yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like he was just like day drunk because this was like you know, and then this bitch just got the scissors to the liver. Just ugh. With their fucking nasty. Man People tits. again, we're not you know judging him as a as a talent or an innovator. It, what, what bothers me though is that he would. Well, you just don't it, act like you that don't too. treats a fan like that. You're at a convention. You know you're going to be meeting people. It's like if you want the money, you you could at least you know pretend not to be an asshole. I mean, I I, I originally thought like well maybe it's because you know he thought I was going to sell night you know uh, night riders on eBay, but it's like. I introduced myself first. I waited for him to sit down. I didn't like, st- like obstruct him where he was about to sit and be like, "Hi, I'm Corey." You know, like I waited for him to down his fucking liquor and to sit down. And I gave him a second. I was looking at his prints. Cause I was gonna buy an autograph too, even though I just bought you know an autograph on my fucking Blu-ray. Um, I had you know I waited and then I was like, "Hi, I'm Corey." I put my hand out like a normal human being, and he just shut me down from the start. And there's uh, I forgot the dude from. Uh, Fucking Seinfeld's in this. Yeah, he is. I forget. Is it Jason Alexander? But, yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's crazy. But, you know, I, I wish you, uh, the same weekend, you got to meet the 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 uh, right, Scream everyone, Queen everyone. from Friday the 13th. You maybe should have asked her if he was an asshole. Oh, Adrian King was awesome. Yeah. You know, maybe that would have been a funny thing. It's like he was an asshole. See, when I saw Tom afterward, I went to the, the first Q&A they had. At the convention was a Friday the 13th q and It was Harry Manfredini, who was the composer of all the films and the music, and Tom Savini and Adrian King, and it was really fucking awesome. And, um, you know, Tom Savini, I laughed at some of the stuff he said there. I didn't totally hate him, but I was still just like, you know, I, I leaned over to my girlfriend. I was like, that's the guy that was a total asshole to me. Okay, I just realized, and I'm, I'm going to go completely rogue on this here. There's an actor in this film. I'm going to have to look this up, but I swear to you, He's from an, one of my favorite 80s comedies called Hiding Out with John Cryer. And I swear this guy was like John Cryer's buddy that gets fucking hacked up at the beginning of that film. Huh. Anyway, just side note there. Not sure about that. I'm just going off my shattered memory of mirrors in my head. But I think, I think that one of the guys in this, and I'll bring it up again when he gets killed. I'm pretty sure he was <laughs> in a movie called Hiding Out anyway. Before John Cryer was a sitcom guy. All right. Well, I will say... That that was the only bad thing that happened at that convention, and that was the very first thing that happened, and I got it out of the way, and it was done. Everybody else is super fucking cool. It ruins things, though. You know, I mean, when I've went to I conventions, mean, you know people what? have it's, been mean to me. It's not a loss, though. I mean, Ace Freely was pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Um, there you go. Yeah, basically, uh, long story short, Kiss is my favorite band, and I met Ace Freely at one of these conventions. It was in Atlanta, and... Tell him about the curtain. Yeah, they they uh, the agent walks up. He's behind this curtain like he's the fucking pope. <laughs> and uh, the guy's like, all right, what you getting signed, man? Like he's talking to me like I have a fucking one of those pinwheel hats on with the propellers. The Hey, you know. little buddy. Yeah, he's hey, little buddy. What are you going to get signed? It's like Make-A-Wish Foundation with Ace Freely. You know, it's like I'm, I'm not meeting John Cena back there, am I? I feel like I'm about to die. Hey, buddy, we take things. Visa, MasterCard, American <laughs> Express, and if it's got that special chip in it, you just shove it right up my butthole. <laughs> we also take PayPal. I got a, I got a, a square reader on my, on my iPhone. So he walks up to me, and he's like, 
He's like, okay, man, you're getting a signature. All right, cool, awesome. Let's get ready to go to summer camp and get killed by Cropsy. That's what it, it was just like. He's like, oh, you got. And he's like, hey, Ace, we got one photo coming. He's just getting a photo, autograph photo, okay? And he's just like, you know. And then he's like, all right, come on back. You're meeting Ace Freely. Remember what you're doing. It'll last a lifetime. I'm going off the hinges with him. Take your spin wheel hat off. I feel like that's what he was doing. Right. He's like, nice jorts, by the way. And then I walk in there, and there's Ace Freely. And I'm just like, hey, man, I'm Corey. How are you? I'm a huge fan, you know, I'm a Jew from New York too, so it's pretty awesome, and I'm, you know, I try to make him laugh, and he was like, ha! And then I do that again, I was like, hi, I'm Corey, it's nice to meet you, you know, blah, 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 and then he's like, oh, okay, here you go, and just hands me my autograph. And what like, you don't see on the side is that guy over there going, ace, it went through, we got his money. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, have a great, wasn't that awesome, man? And I was like, I don't know, like I felt like, you know, my pediatrician just like shoved a finger up my butt and so I thought <laughs> he patted me on the back he's like wasn't that great <clears throat> I mean it's so that was worse than the Savini Savini didn't really bother me because you know it's like some Savini Savini's so cool but yeah. it's like no loss there it's like I met George George was fucking awesome that would have crushed me if George was like okay here you go or just like <laughs> slam my Night Riders like what is it with the slamming of the Night Riders like do you guys just really well I'll, t- I'll tell you just how much it bothered me when you told it's me like that. It's like when I, I actually if sold, I ever sold it on eBay, I would put a description, was slammed menacingly by Tom Savini. I was so mad, <laughs> I actually sold a couple of movies he did makeup in because I was so pissed off. I sold my Mania. Just because I told you that? Yeah, I sold my Mania see what a and, good my, friend Vincent and my has. Prowler. See what I a sold good both fr- of them. He even sold Prowler. That's what a good friend he is. Thank you, man. You're welcome, man. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, it hurt my feelings. And you I still tell you got what, the burning, but the burning's worth it because Jason Alexander's a Well, I mean, this was – if it wasn't – this was a Scream Factory thing. Those other things are Blue Underground things. It's right. a man or whatever. But, <laughs> and, and, and honestly, you know, the Prowler's kind of a snooze fest. The kills under are okay. And Maniac is pretty awesome, but I, I'm not really worried about it. I needed the money and, you know. But, <laughs> but, honestly, but, it, but it wasn't even that. It was, you know, if he's going to act like that – and I, just to tell you guys this too, if, if – and I don't care, you know, if it's going to be a band member or, uh, you know, an actor. If people are rude to me and they don't have a few minutes to at least be halfway human to me, then I'm selling your shit. Oh, in this scene, uh, bitch is about to take a shower, so you know something's about to go down. I haven't seen this in so long. Anybody this who knows so the rules of a slasher film is if the chick so gets long. naked and she starts taking a shower, then you're done. Yep, you're a corpse. If you... Uh, if some asshole kicks your soccer ball into the woods and you go grab it by yourself, you're headed to the grave. That already happened, but it wasn't the. You know, she got. They're getting scissored to death, which is awesome. But she's just out there washing her pussy. You know, she's having a grand old time, and then Croft, she's like, Meh! Well, you know, I always, as a kid, and you know, this is an interesting thing. I, when I was a kid, I was always the 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 kills that happen in you know any film. But daylight kills to me were always more interesting. You know, like you know, what the fuck are is not going good on boobs, with this? Right. Way. It's like those boobs alone just. You know, I mean, she needs to die because of those. Yeah, she does have. She has they're some, like they're like banana boobs with the weird nipples. Right. They're she like the volcanoes. She got volcanoes. And crops. She's like, I don't like those. And just goes, you know. Yeah, daytime kills are cool because you know. They're always I've nighttime. Never, they're always nighttime, and it's raining and thunder. Well, what do you what do you think of this? If I'm not mistaken, this film was actually shot in New York. Oh, I'm sure it was. 
Um, we'd have to Which makes it even more awesome. But, um, but it's weird to me. It's like, okay, because I, I, as a kid, I grew up in Atlanta. I'm from Canada, but I grew up in Atlanta. The It's interesting to me, the, the, the whole slasher thing, I would always imagine somewhere down south. Yeah. Just I guess it's just natural for me to do that. So this movie always threw me because I'm just like, wait a minute, you can tell this is not down south. Yeah, because when I started watching Friday, you know, the Friday movies at an earlier age, um, like I had instantly heard, they're like, yeah, this is like... Not to be- Ice Cube Friday. Yeah, Friday no, 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 like Friday the 13th. <laughs> no, the Ice Cube Fridays, you know, those are totally in the south. Um, or no, they're in South Central. Central. They're in South Central. South Central. Yeah, right. Um... <laughs> That's the rest. It the, is. It's, the good South, depending on where you come from. Right. Uh, but the, the early Friday I've 13th. I've seen that chick that's right there, too. Not her. The one in the pink top. Right. She's in Oh, uh, shit. It's driving me crazy. We we'll, did we'll the internet. We're going to have to internet. We'll, we'll figure We didn't it out. polish up for this, kids. We were... Again, I, I have not right seen there this that they're rolling, too, is, is from a lot of shit, too. I can't remember. Wait a minute. I mean, there's a lot okay, of... Okay, hold on. I think... Yeah, him yeah right that's there. the kid from fucking Fast Times Original High. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. straight up. You bought $40 worth of fucking film. You don't even have a camera. <laughs> he's not Damone. He's, uh, I can't remember his name. He's the one that wants to, Damone Porks his chick. Right. And I forgot he's in this. This is this is a selling point for me. Yeah, man. That's, that's a lot of, there's a lot of good celebrities in this shit. Um, that chick is, I'm telling you, I don't know what, but I've seen her I noticed her stuff. too. As typical hike jeans. They're gonna go butt. fuck. She's got eighties butt. Actually, no, she, I think he's already fucked. Yeah, he's putting his clothes on. He is. But you know the, the you can tell looking at this. This is this was not shot in this. And I guess I always noticed this as a kid when I would rent this. I'm like, wait a minute, where the fuck was this? When I watched those Friday films, I knew it was in like Connecticut or whatever. Well, your favorite earlier ones, part six. Earlier that's Georgia. Ones. Yeah. But the earlier I've ones... I've actually been there. The earlier ones were in, like, Connecticut or Pennsylvania or somewhere like that. It was up north, you know. I uh, went to... Because I would always want to go there. I'd be like, Mom, can we go to Connecticut? She's like, why do you want to go to Connecticut? I was like, because Friday the 13th was there and Crystal Lake's there. And she was like, maybe one day we'll go. And then we didn't. But she was at least, you know, cool about me wanting to go. And she would have taken me. But, uh, you know. Some place, you know, on my list to visit. I know uh, we... God, he's from other shit too. I can't think of it. That's really annoying. Uh, Fast Times is where I'm. That's, that must be the main thing that I'm thinking of. Because um, he wants to fuck uh, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, uh-huh. but, but Damone fucks her instead. And then he's, he tries to fight him in the locker room and all that stuff. I, that was on earlier today, which is just weird on one. Fast of them. Times, really? Yeah, and it's another channel I want to plug here is High Def. Net. It's HD Net Movies. It's another. Pay high def channel. It's fucking awesome. I mean, not everything they show. I'm not saying they really show the stuff we're into, like slashers and stuff. But they show some good, good shit on there, and it is commercial free. Show some cooch, cooch. No, it's nothing like that. But they show like you know. <laughs> I thought that's what you said. First. No, they they you know they show just uncut stuff that's you know there's no commercials up and like the MGM HD MGM HD stuff looks good, but there's like if they showed this, but there's fucking commercials, which drives me insane. Right. It's like you can use this. This portable douche, and it, you know, and it's all these fucking bullshit ads for like fucking, you know, thirty minutes, and the movie comes back. Because I'll record some, I'm like, goddamn, the burning's not three hours long, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> they put all these ads in there in between it, right? And we're in the summer camp. They're 
And there's smoking chicks cigarettes. like 14 smoking cigarettes. That's cool. I feel like the actress, the actress is actually like 14. This is a paper bag camp, kids, too, because women here are not attractive. That's why they all die in the film. Good night. Uh, yeah, that's another thing, too. You know, uh, Are they passing a Marlboro or a joint? You notice with like the more low budget films, they can't afford the good looking actress, you know, the actresses. Well, my 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 thing about this movie too. Just look at this scene right here. Holly Hunter. That water Holly looks... Hunter is that one with the pink. It is. That's Holly Hunter. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Jesus. I'm trying to figure out who the other dude. That's is. crazy. Hold hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold Let's on. see. Brian Backer. That's who that other guy is. I keep thinking of. That's the guy from Fast Times. Yeah. Pull up that one dude and see if he was in uh, in Hiding Out. Not 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 him, but that. Uh, right. I'll have to show him to you in a minute. He's from Brooklyn, New York. You made the burning. There you go. Anyway, yeah, okay, there I can't you go. Trying to see what else he's in. None of this shit. I guess it was Fast Times I've seen him in. It is. It's. That, I don't know him in Jack shit other than that. <laughs> now that one guy again. This guy's. Hold on a minute. Which one? Wait a minute. I mean, they're showing I all pictures. They're showing all pictures when they're like, you know, now when they're like 80. That's fine. When they're like 80. So it's like, try to find out who I am. I'm just going to go to IMDb. Your, That'll be, yeah. <laughs> your home for... <laughs> for uh, when you can't find out who the fuck the person is in that low-budget-ass horror film. Because it's only horror films. It's like, this guy started out dying in a movie so what is he doing now top build cast guy I got forced to jump off one of those diving platforms I fucking hated it at the uh, Baptist camp I ran away from yeah it says on here that Harvey Weinstein wrote this film that's awesome did he really I didn't know that I didn't either it's fucking strange things we didn't know I mean honestly the first time I saw this I was a little kid. I rented it on fucking Betamax. Betamax, for those of you who don't know what that is, that was the competitor against VHS back in the 80s. So I watched this bitch on Betamax. And then the next time I watched it was probably uh, when this thing came out on fucking DVD. And what was the other guy you were looking for? Uh, I don't know his name. Anyway, which, which character? I don't know his name. I'm going to have to just look at the... See, these films, oddly Ooh. enough, make me want to go to summer camp. You know, God damn it. Just, just because. This guy. See if this guy was in Hiding Out. See if I'm right, kids. Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis. That's a good movie. But was he in Hiding Out? He, if he was, he was briefly in it and he gets murdered in it. But Does Scott know his 80s actors? He's been in a lot more movies than the last fucker. When did it come out? 87. Yep, hiding out. He was right. Boom! Gets murdered at the beginning. Boom! Because Scott lived in his in front of his television. He was also in Deadly Force as the rat game owner. Last Man Standing is a good. This movie, movie. I guess, gets kind of a bad rap. I guess for me, because you know you can tell it's it's up north and it it just looks cold to me. Like they're getting out of the water right now. The kid from Fast Times and I'm just like son of a bitch. It just looks cold to me. Even though it's just gotten hot here, you know. (laughs) <laughs> but, it, but I mean it looks too cold to be swimming this one guy's like walking around with a fucking he's got a total wedgie it's like what the fuck dude don't you ever watch stuff uh, 
in the winter that's like a summer movie and then you're like why the fuck are they in the water right now yeah and then you're like oh yeah like this I think is supposed to look summery to me but it looks cold it always has looked cold to me it looks like they shot in fucking Canada right or like Buffalo for God's sakes I don't I don't even know if it gets warm in Buffalo that guy <laughs> looks familiar to me too but I don't know I don't know how Man, I know we've all seen him in other shit. It's weird how people get their stardom and they become, you know, ten times the... Well, you know, we just saw Holly Hunter in that Batman Superman movie. Right. Yeah, it's true, we did. Which were the only two people in America that liked it. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, that's for another another. Podcast. No, I'm not <laughs> even going into that. I was just saying, you know, <laughs> thought I'd throw that out there. Right. It's Holly Hunter's in it. That's true. And if you didn't like uh, Batman vs Superman and Holly Hunter's performance in that, you can watch a performance in The Burning. Exactly. Enjoy this. Which this is more our speed. This anyway. audio commentary, and they just shot him in the butt with a BB gun. It's because he's got a fucking wedgie. Mm-hmm. They're shooting his wedgie. Look, he's totally he's got, got a fucking... package. Is just you know drilling around. Is it his package or his bush? Either or. I don't know. At the 80s, you never fucking know. You don't know. And it could just be a giant bush for all you know. Oh. Oh, we about... Dad, you didn't... I just got hairy buttholes and balls right in her face. I saw Jason Alexander's butt and balls. (laughs) I mean, kids just mooned the movie, but since it's in, like... It's on smart TV, like, fucking 4K HD or whatever this is, you just saw the kids, like, brown of his butt crack, like his... It was not a. Basically, saw his HD hole. It was bad. That's not how I want my horror movies to start. We should look that one guy up. I swear he's been in a lot of stuff too that I've seen in the eighties. Which one? The. Hold on, I want to show him to when he comes back up here. Either way, the the guys are like hanging out in their camp. I, I don't know this movie that well, you know. So it's I've not seen it in years. It does look good. Uh. Special features look like there's some pretty cool shit. Yeah. There's a great special feature on this, too, where if you put it on Tom Savini, he just flips you off. <laughs> and tells you, go fuck yourself. He, he has a copy of this, like the Shout Factory Blu-ray, and, and like the people hand it to him. They're like, yeah, tell him about our new you know, our new product. And then he just like slams it on the ground a few times and hands it to the, to the cameraman. But his flask that he drinks out of is sold separately. <laughs> That guy, that one right there, him. Yeah. I know. Okay, I know where. Okay, he looks let's, like let's check Scott's. Okay, we're gonna check Scott's. The 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 the. I, that's not his name. I can't remember this dude's name. That was his that's name. That's the guy. Okay. That, he played he was Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Really? Yes, that's him. Okay. Well, he's the guy that looks we're like Billy check, Zane, but he's not Billy Zane. We're gonna check the doctor's '80s knowledge. I'm, I'm wrong about his name. His name is definitely not Scott, but he was in an episode of Miami Vice. And hold on, get this, get this. Let's see if I can do this. I bet I can tell you the name of the episode. I know that guy. The name of the episode is called Little Miss Dangerous. I know the guy that plays Shao Kahn was in Miami Vice before too, so that's got to be the same guy. Me, not the movie. Me and you were both. I know. TV. Yeah, me yeah. and you were both in on this one. Okay, we but see it. if I'm right. Miami Vice episode, Little Miss Dangerous. We got it. I mean, it'll probably just show Miami Vice one episode, but I'm telling you, that's Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. He started out in the burning, folks. That's awesome. <laughs> and then he became an amazing actor. Not really, but uh, 
The, I guess Jason Alexander and Holly Hunter are probably the biggest actors out of this. Oh, for sure. The ones that still have careers. Right. <laughs> that haven't, you know, only had Well, like, Jason Alexander, I just see him at Rose. I don't really know about <laughs> Well, yeah, because, you know, Seinfeld's over, but they all have money. They don't have to go anywhere. You know, another thing, if you don't mind, I, I'd like to say real quick while you're looking that up. I, I'm so glad they've never remade The Burning. I don't know. I just feel like it... They kind of, uh, the, the asshole that made Hatchet copied it, like completely copied that movie. I am not a fan. I want to go on record here. This is Dr. Vincent West. I am not a fan of the Hatchet films. I'm just not. To me, as, a, as an older horror fan that grew up in the 80s, it's insulting to me to have someone try to sell me that as... Classic horror. Just my opinion. Nothing against um, anybody that acted in it or performed in it or anything like that. I just, you know, to me, I just don't get it. And my uh, my other half, she thinks it's the greatest thing in the fucking world because <laughs> Kane Hodder's in it. But I just, and it's nothing against Kane. It's but I just cannot get into those films. I've, I've watched all three. Fucking, if I'm not mistaken, I think Tony Todd was in one of those, and I still couldn't get into it. And I love Tony Todd. He was Cat in Miami Vice, one episode. Does it say what episode? I mean, if I clicked on it, it show me. Well, let's click on it. Maybe it will. I don't know. Let's see if it's Little Miss Dangerous. Episode guide. It's not saying. It's just a bunch of shit. I'm, I mean, if you can pull something like that directly out, I know that's right, so... It does say cat from one episode of Miami Vice, so that's so be. weird. I had no idea he was in this. This makes me want to watch this like again another time because I'm just like, I had no idea. I've got the guy from Hotting Out. I got a dude from Miami Vice in this motherfucker, and the the dork kid from Fast Times, which is fucking cool. Because this is like this. He would have shot this right before he did that because this movie's 1981. And Fast Times is 1982. What's even weirder is that. I guess he's not Shao Kahn. He looks like Shao. I'm gonna find out who that guy is. But he's not the guy that plays Shao Kahn. But I was right about the Miami. But Vice. you were right about the Miami. That's insane. It's two for two. Because I don't even know who fucking plays that guy. I just know what his face is. Brian Thompson, Shao Kahn. Guy that's in Terminator, and Cobra. Weird. Oh God, I love that guy. Yeah, that's who that is. Maybe he's in a horror movie. He was in a movie called Alien Nation, too, that I mm-hmm. remember like, growing up as a kid. James Caan. He's in an episode of Knight Rider. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Seeing if he's done it. He's in Fright Night Part 2. So we need some killing. There's no killing going on. It's just kids eating food. Same year he was in Alien. Camp. Same year he was in Alien Nation. He was in Fright Night Part 2. The uh, I was right he was in that. The, the legit sequel. He was in Star Trek. It's always good. The, the best way to... Uh, he's a super boy. That's cool. He was Golem. The best way to my heart is yeah. through Star Trek shows. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get Vince's dick hard, he was a Next Generation. He's a Klingon helm. He was. A, he did a few shit. Wow. He's in all of it. He did Deep Space Nine. Fuck yeah, he did. I mean, honestly, I think with Star Trek stuff, he was in Baywatch too. Um, well, that's all of Baywatch. Me too. Once once you do Star Trek stuff, I feel like those people are just like a part of a club now, and you're just gonna do everything, and that's great. You know, they always 
a lot of those actors are in. If you look them up and if they're in Star Trek, they're in all the Star Trek. So and they're in a, there's oh. a ton of crossover where those actors are in horror movies as well. Yeah. Like Jeffrey Combs. Tony Todd. I fucking love him. Tony Todd. Fucking awesome. What is he? Uh, he's Worf's he's brother. He's Worf's brother. Yeah. That's yep. crazy. Commander Kearns. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. And he's the whole reason I watch Star Trek because I fucking love uh, Worf. He's my favorite. Oh, yeah. He's a Klingon badass. He's, he's the only reason I ever tried to watch it when I was younger was because I was like, that guy looks fucking awesome. And then it's like, oh, he's a Klingon. I thought Klingons were bad. And it's like, well, he's cool, though. It's like, okay. I like it. That's also for another podcast. We it just is, get into yeah. straight 80s yeah. stuff. Yeah, can just yeah, go yeah. all day. Um, it's fun to link this stuff up, though. I mean, I like you, right you now, we're kind honestly, of a lull. There's... Obviously, Cropsey's getting ready to do some kind of killing. I hope I'm ready. I, again, yeah, it's been so long since I've seen this. I can't sit here and predict kills. I mean, he's lurking around though. This kid's getting into shit he's not supposed to be getting into. Yeah, he's about to get. He's about to be toasted right here. Unless it's his friend coming to scare him. You know, yet we always get one of those scenes. But this I think Blu-ray looks great. Though. I think if you're a horror movie fan, the Star Trek is in there somewhere because. A it, lot of those with your, with your, guys are yeah, I mean, shit. if it's 80s and 90s, you're a lot get of those guys are have a lot of good credentials, you know, Star Trek. So, and with me, you know, I'll follow the actors around and you know, in different stuff if I like the horror. Oh hell yeah! Well, I mean, Jeff Especially Combs. Jeff Trek. Combs was in so much. Okay, he was, it's his friend, you know, Todd or whatever. Todd, you scared me. And this kid's name is Woodstock. And I guess his best friend's name is Snoopy. Maybe. They just have Linus. weird names like Glazer and Fish. I mean, they just went all out with the names artistically in this film. <laughs> it sounds like fucking extras for that were fighter pilots for Top Gun. <laughs> Glazer. <laughs> Fish has got my back, Glazer. Go on home. <laughs> Go on home, Glazer. You're flying too high. And there's the guy, again, that will be referred to as 1986. Miami Vice. His name is Cat in the episode, apparently. I'm going to go ahead and touch on the episode because we brought it up a couple times. Dating a Chick. Uh, Ricardo Tubbs, which... I like Crockett. I like Don Johnson, but I was always into Tubbs. I thought he was a badass because he carried that fucking shotgun. But this episode that he was actually in of Miami Vice is actually – it's interesting because he's batshit crazy in it, and they think he's the killer, but it's actually his uh, chick. Huh. So. It's like a basic instinct going on. Yeah, way before it, Way too. before it. Yeah. Cool thing is I was actually – I actually got a picture with that car, the Miami Vice car. You did. I have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And it has the plate on it still. It's really cool. Because um, we're we are podcasting from Knoxville, Tennessee, and we there's a lot of stuff here that, that people don't know about. In uh, Morristown, not too far from us, about 45 minutes to an hour, that's where they shot the first Evil Dead. Um, if you go way out into the woods, I'm, there's a lot of people that know where that that spot is but it's very ingrown and way in the forest that chick's not holly hunter one of them is holly hunter i believe you but that's not holly that's hunter. not we, her you're right gonna there. have to look her up okay. that's gonna drive me insane um but the only thing that's left of the cabin from evil dead in that spot is like the foundation and maybe like part of the chimney or the fireplace is left there i've been there 
But uh, I smoked a joint uh, in 1988. Where they shot that? It's fantastic. I was scared to death. No, oh, I bet. It was still. And there was probably still the whole. Cabin. Well, it was also fall. It was cold, and we were trespassing, which was also right. scary. It's scary in and of itself. Now here's the infamous uh, campfire scene that a lot of these summer camp movies do, where they, you know, spin yarns about the uh, legend of the slasher trying to scare everybody and all the kids and shit. You know the usual, because this came out actually a year after Friday the Thirteenth did, so everyone was in this craze of, uh, you know, <coughs> these slasher films and summer camp horror bloodfest movies. So well, that's Holly Hunter. Yeah, I, and I saw her a second ago, but that's not that chick I'm looking for. There's another actress in this. Now, it, this is going to probably blow my mind because I can't remember where I've seen her before. But I've seen her in at least a couple of things in the 80s. And not this. We'll figure it out. There she is. She is somebody's mom in a film. I can't think of. Bloodsport. Fuck yeah! It's Bloodsport. It's Bloodsport. And hold on, what's... It's Bloodsport. Bloodsport, kids. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what that is, that is the movie that the guys, uh, Mr. Tobias and Mr. Boone, that do Mortal Kombat, that created Mortal Kombat, they stole basically everything that they did for the original Mortal Kombat from that film. Makes sense. Great film. Great games. Love the old Mortal Kombat games. Can't get into the new ones. Uh, Corey would be the expert on that. I love the old ones. So the old ones up to part three. Fuck yeah. Anytime I used to fucking go to the arcade, we'd get stoned and drunk and go in and we'd just fucking rolls of fucking quarters and just sit there and just fucking play <laughs> Mortal Kombat well, 1, 2, and 3. Right yeah. Okay. Um, Bloodsport chick. Cool. Um... Oh, she also, I need to look this up, but she looks like, if anyone's ever seen Girl Interrupted, it's actually a great drama film. Uh, this main chick from The Burning, I think, is Mrs. Gilchrist, which is... Never seen that movie. It's a funny know. part of the film. It's, it's based on me. a it's based on a, it's based on a book. It's like a true story by um, this chick who gets admitted to a uh, mental institution in the film it's uh Winona Ryder Angelina Jolie it's really it's really funny you know got from hiding out just ran out and pretended to be Cropsy and that's that's foreshadowing which means he's gonna die because he's an asshole um yeah I'm gonna look it up because we'll just look up I mean we've already went my with my pointless trivia right but hey Bloodsport Miami Vice television show love it That's why, you know... Actually, I've never... I, this is actually goes... This goes along with every bit of horror that I love. One thing that got me into buying soundtracks with a score was Jan Hammer's music that he did for Miami Vice. And people out there are probably thinking, you mean the pop songs that are on there from the 80s? No. 
the score. The actual score. Right. I'm a huge fan of my own little box set that actually has so a bunch 80s, of this stuff. Goodness, you know. It's well, it's what got me buying soundtracks. You know, it's like, you know, you'd be into. And actually, this is kind of a plug to you. One of my favorite things is that when I was six, to listen to was uh, the uh, Empire Strikes Back soundtrack that I had on vinyl. Which we got a like from Corey Feldman. <laughs> Which, if you didn't listen to the first episode, we totally. Uh, he, he he sang "Cry Little Sister" on stage with his band, and we had a good time with it. But uh, we were we I had tweeted that we were probably going to watch part four Friday Thirteenth, which I don't know if we'll get to tonight, but uh, that he was cool for being. For being little Tommy Jarvis, and we just got a like from Corey I'm more, Feldman. So I'm that's mortified cool. right now. Yeah, that's because uh, <clears throat> if he listens to that podcast, that like will go to hate. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He might just be like, you know, God bless you guys for being funny. And then maybe, you know. Look, if you're digging this, Corey, if you do listen to it, I will promise you I can get Corey to dress up as Michael Jackson. <laughs> 80s Michael Jackson. I'll do it. Why not? You know, so I tweeted, probably going to watch Final Chapter on our first Friday episode tomorrow. Thanks for that. Hope you're listening. So, Corey Feldman, if you ever do check us out, first or second episode or third or fourth, either one. I'd like uh, to say I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, uh, you can't sing, but you can act. And, you, you know, I've had a really good time watching your films. Uh, I could relate a lot to you and the Goonies. I feel like that was me when I was a kid. You Can know. I throw – I've got to throw this one out here. Corey, if you – And my name is Corey too, so, you know. Well, and, Mr. Feldman, if you get a chance to listen to this, I will just tell you that the first thing I ever saw you in, and it's very briefly, it's a movie with Malcolm McDowell and David Warner, and you're a small child. It's a movie called Time After Time, and huh. I just wanted to plug that there for you because that's how long I've been watching your shit. <laughs> and it's really cool because Corey, not – Mr. Feldman, but Mr. Gorechrist here actually <laughs> got to meet Malcolm McDowell. I and did. one of the things I would have loved to have had you ask him about is Time After Time, because that movie fucking rules. Again, kind of, kind of, kind of has some. It's kind of a horror sci-fi thing because what it is is uh, he's H.G. Wells, you know, right. the time machine, and he's chasing Jack the Ripper, which is played by David Warner. It's fucking. Excellent. So he's 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 the author H. D. Wells. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell is. Yes. And who does Corey Feldman play in the film? He's just a small little boy that's like, hey, what are y'all doing? Uh, he's like inside a music, like just a bit role. Kid, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the first film I saw him in was Part Four Friday when he's great like, movie. He's watching Jason and he's you know in the raincoat and he's he's taking off his glasses because it's raining so hard. And he's just like, uh, and he's like a an anime. He's like a Dragon Ball Z'd out. He's just like, uh. Oh, the raincoat, that's beginning of five. Mm-hmm. No, oh, but it's part of four. Isn't it? Uh-uh. That's the beginning of five. It's the beginning of five, but I thought it was in four. Nope. At some point. Are you sure? Positive. You can do the taster's choice on that. Um. I thought that part no, was no, in four. No, it's the beginning of five. Okay. Because they actually shot that away from the rest of the crew, and they hosed, it was a bunch of uh, guys holding hoses on him for the rain. Huh. Because I watched... There's... there's <clears throat> If you guys are you know, ever so inclined, and even if you're not, we're probably going to do it anyway, 
Uh, I would actually, and I'm just proposing this right now to uh, my gory friend here. I think we should watch the uh, the uh, Camp Crystal Lake uh, documentary. I have that'll sometime. be awesome. Yeah. Now we would have to majorly break that fucking thing up because that that damn Blu-ray I think is at least five hours long. I think. Yeah. It's every fucking film. Right. They go through every film, and it's very involved. Huh. If you wanted to do it, it would be kind of weird. It would be awesome. Yeah. Or we can watch it and then talk about it. I mean, that would be cool. Actually, just probably just watch it. And then just watch put it on a leisure. Friday film after, you know. Uh, it was out of print. If you guys have interest in getting that, it's the, the it's the Crystal Lake documentary. I'm calling it the wrong fucking thing. It's, anyway, it, it was out, and, and then they have it, that and Crystal it went out of print. Lake, they have that Crystal Lake uh, Memories book. Which this is, is that, pretty except fucking, it's the Blu-ray. The book is pretty fucking stacked because if it's any, if it's as long as it is the book, the book is fucking huge. Yeah, it is, and it's you know it's very nice. It's very detailed, and yeah. you know, what's great about it is if you if you're not inclined to watch the whole documentary, and we got what's called arterial splatter coming from the fucking throat. We do have a throat splatter going on, which I missed because I was rambling about that. But and there's the evidence, bloody scissors. Either way, it was your uh, your friend from that uh, hiding out movie that just got. Got camp. Nice. And his his chick. Um. Yeah, it was it was part four that I saw, but I always thought that the beginning of part five was in four. So I swear to you. But uh, no, I believe you. That's probably right. That's how long it's been. So well, yeah. Well, it's like this. You can't. I can't sit here and realistically be like, "Hey, this is what's going on," because I don't you fucking know. know. The blob, yeah. not a problem. This, you know, and we're going to have someone. Like I do this, remember in, in, you know. in 4, you know, he, he shaves his head to look like Jason. Yeah, man. And then he's just like, die! Right. And, he and if you, he was, a, he was a, uh, like a little makeup artist kid. He was yeah. making shit. And stuff. He was like a little Savini. Savini was like, that's me. But, and I guess that's why, because then he did the makeup for it. So. <laughs> so, yeah, he was making little creature masks. Another fun little side note about, we're not watching Friday 4 right now, but just a side note about that film. There's a prosthetic prop in that film that Corey Feldman's using that later ended up in an actual episode Was that the of Romero's Tales from the Dark Side. Side. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually what Savini revealed at that convention after he was a total cock to me. Uh, he said that was his favorite uh, thing he's ever, he's ever done was one of his animatronics from... Uh, Tales from the Dark Side. It was like some winged creature thing. We, we should actually, we should actually watch some of those sometime. I have the whole series. Oh, that is good. I like that show. They used to show it on this show, uh, or excuse me, on this channel. I have called I think, Chiller, but they I, stopped showing. Yeah, I think that'll be fun, and I think uh, Creep Show would be really good. We should do both Creep Shows. I yeah. have both of them. They're both great. I mean, that's classic. You know. I want to do another plug here uh, for uh, Sean Clark that does Horrors Hollowed Grounds. He did an episode. I haven't seen it, but he did an episode months ago. I, could, I never found it. I'm not really sure how to find it, but he did an episode where they, they went and did Horrors Hollowed Grounds on Creepshow. I'd love really? to see that. Yeah, I've never found it. It's probably on the internet somewhere, his site. I couldn't tell you that because I can't get him to check this out yet, but I'm working on it. So, But yeah, I want to plug that. I always love Love watching him do that stuff. I just think it's fascinating to go illegally and just kind of be like, "Hey, here I fuck I am," and I'm doing. I think shit. I plugged this last last week, um, but on that new Return of Living Dead that Shout Factory is putting out, uh, the collector's you know Blu-ray release. Cover uh, art's beautiful. Yeah, the uh, he's doing a hollow 
Hollow's Horror Grounds on that. That's awesome. Back to, I guess, that medical supply center. That's I guess correct. I got to see that. It's and he's got the great. cast with him, apparently, and they're all... I mean, to know, me, the, it, 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 you know, if, to me, that's a selling point on their Blu-rays when they have that on there. Like, I would have killed if he had had one for the burning now. Yeah, if you go back to the camera. But, you know, this is one of their earlier releases. This is not a current release. I'm not even sure if this is still in print, but it definitely doesn't come with the slipcover, which... Right. When I travel, the slipcover does not come with me. But, <laughs> but yeah. It's a very coveted piece of the collection to have that slipcase. For some reason, those Scream Factory slipcovers... Uh, I they see, disappear. I, well, they, they do that, and, and people... Uh, if you guys don't know that you they end up buying them. something used, well, they, they keep them and they sell them on fucking eBay. People sell those just as slipcover. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it's I appreciate that as much as I don't, you know. It's right. People that need them, because I get it from somebody else that... that <laughs> right. Maybe they're double, you know, they're, they're swindling my ass. Maybe they're like, you know, they have a second account where it's like, oh, sorry, man, it didn't come with a slipcase, and then his... But he's selling the slipcase. His Bobby Dean account on eBay. Right. He's got a slipcase, and he's like, you know, I'm also from from Kentucky, but you know, I actually thing. got you and uh, another friend of ours some of the slipcases that you got me the me. Halloween three. Yeah. Uh, I bought it used. We have a local uh, we have a local used CD DVD bookstore called McKay, which uh, was started in Nashville, correct? Yes. Started in Nashville, then we got... No, no, no. It started, it started here. It started here. It did start here? It did start here. Then they expanded to Nashville and Chattanooga? Correct. Okay. I thought it was the other way around. So, basically, you know, it's your typical run-of-the-mill uh, used book, sto- book CD store. But, you know, it's, it's something part of our East Tennessee life that we... Really enjoy, especially the Chattanooga store. Especially the Chattanooga one; it's always filled with goodies. There, the people that work there are uh, don't like to hold the stuff for themselves as much as others. So uh, you see a lot more the horror section. More there. good stuff on the floor. The horror section there's off the chain. I guess Chattanooga just has uh, a lot of horror fans. Yeah, a lot of horror. Fans. Or a lot of people that think they're into horror and then they sell it and then we buy it. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Put it in our crypts with us, right? And and the catacombs. You find a lot of good stuff there. You know. I've uh, found my Halloween three there. I found a lot. Of, you know, to go into this, I found a lot of death metal there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got um, first time I ever went to the Chattanooga McKay. I got Pierced from Within by Suffocation. Uh, Fuck yeah! One of my favorite death metal records of all time. My fucking Long Island brethren. I love those guys. And, and that you were telling me, I guess recently they're going to be doing Summer Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we mentioned on last week's episode them and Cannibal. Also, a few of them. Uh, up, up, upstate New York brethren, and then we got our uh, the Brazilian badasses that are Christian, Christian. And if uh, we can we can shift over to uh, death metal, which I think is appropriate, please. Now that we've already kind of um, maybe we'll get a kill. Our dip our slow. Witches. We're not getting any kills right now. Well, this guy's about to. About it's to, the Miami boss dude. He's gonna die. He's about to kill her butt. You know, next to the lake. He's like, come on. We're going to fuck. He's like, come on, it's fine. No one's going to see. Yeah, he's, she's like on a rock, and he's like... But Cropsy sees you. Yeah. He's like, Cropsy's ready. Um, speaking of Chrisian... Oh, no, it's the friend that's watching. He's like... It was supposed to of be Of course me. it is. It's the guy. For, it's the nerd guy from Fast Times at Richmond Hunt. <laughs> he's like, it was supposed he's to like, be He's like, I've me. never seen a behind And he's like... <laughs> He's like, I guess I'll watch. Maybe she has boobs. 
Look, he's not dead. The 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 dude from uh, the guy from I thought he died. So he I died. guess there was the chick. He just like okay, he didn't die because there's I didn't see there's the, the guy from Hiding Out. He's still alive. She got cut. His her the chick. He was she, she fucking got around with. Movie. Yeah, he just like you know, uh, you know, slam dunked and then got out of the out of the lake and left her there. I guess she just you know got cut, if you will. So, uh, going back to death metal, I, you know, when I have my own downtime, I like to listen to heavy, ripping, blasting death metal when I get a chance, you know. What have you been listening to this week? Um, today, first thing I popped in was Ageless Venomous by Chrisian. Great album. From fucking 2001. It's awesome. I saw them with Deicide on that tour. That's when Deicide was good. Yeah. yeah. Hoffman uh, Brothers. <laughs> Still, he scars the crucifix stuff. So, uh... Yes. Yeah, uh, great album. You know, it's got Donna Flagellation in that, on that record. It's my favorite Christian song, probably, hands down. Favorite album would probably be Black Force Domain, but uh, close second would be Ageless Venomous. Very, very fucking nasty. It's the album with the snake on the front. Yeah, it's got, like, the fire. It's, like, it's fucking awesome. silver. It's really Yeah, it's great. That, that album's just dirty, dirty shit. And, uh... The other one I was listening to was Impressions of Blood by Vader, which was also you one can't of my go wrong death metal with Vader, bands. really. No, and fuck Eagles of death metal, and I wish they had died in Paris. Not afraid to say that, but yeah, you know, if people don't know this that uh, that Eagles of death metal band has been quoted as saying basically they formed that band like using a you know the the hipster thing, and it was poking fun at at uh, Poland's Vader, who were. You know, huge they fans called them of, the Eagles of Death Metal because they had so many records. Which is fucking stupid because actually that doesn't even make any sense because even the Eagles don't really have that many records. No, they don't. I mean, I don't have, actually, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm not a fan of Eagles of Death Metal. But, uh, but yeah, don't make fun of Vader, man. Vader, you know, you've had... They're just, they're just a great band and nobody should take shots at them, especially if you're into fucking extreme music. Real extreme death metal and... And they're pioneers. It's fucking ridiculous. Where's the thing? Josh Holm or whatever his name is, a dude that's also in Queens of the Stone Age or whatever. Um, you know, I like some Queens of the Stone Age. Stuff. I like. I like. I liked I him like, when he was in Caius. I like Caius stuff too. Yeah. But can I do without Caius and Queens of the Stone Age? Absolutely. Yes, we can. Can I do without Vader? No, the fuck no. I can't. Like honestly, it's not even for sake of argument. It's like I really can't. If I didn't have Vader in my life and my plethora of music that I that I have. I would be very bummed out, and it just wouldn't feel the same. But uh, would I be bummed if I couldn't listen to, you know, uh, Fuck Queens yeah. of the Stone Age? Yeah, and Cropsey's reading my mind. He's just in a fucking canoe, just going to town. He's got fucking two deaths. rip. He's just breaking the boat. Too. There's there's a finger, finger gone. That's a uh, fucking Woodstock right there. He's toast. There's there goes. There's your boy. Oh, hiding out through the throat. Best kill of the film so far is your is your hiding out guy. I don't oh, know. That was pretty fucking brutal. He just did a, he just did a skull crack. <clears throat> Went through the fucking front of her fucking forehead. With a pair of scissors. That's just... Oh. And then it fades to red. I mean, he just got... You know, that was some boat toast right there. 
That was um, – and again, the, I want to point out something else about this real quick. The, the, the day kills in this are fucking scary to me. It's scarier to me to – you know, the night kills are scary, but it's like this motherfucker's just walking around during the day hacking people up. And no one notices. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like it's like he's in camp's all so the water. Big because it's because they're pretending it's hot outside. And it's probably cold. Yeah. Although it doesn't look really like it should be cold, but it just looks cold. You never know with these films. It's like you you watch like the special features and you're like, well, it was actually November in Canada and in Toronto, and we were just freezing, but we were in the water. It's like that's great. You know? The girl that was with Van Damme in Bloodsport is probably about to get a blood sport here from Cropsy. <laughs> Or, or, about or to she's going to get fucked and then get the she's going to get she's going to get the cum sport first cum sport and then <laughs> and then, then then the blood sport <laughs> the chud sport. you don't fucking crops these woods <laughs> the chub sport there we go you know this should also be noted this is a huge Friday the Thirteenth ripoff it came out a year later and it's summer camp shit I mean it's I mean it's great I love it I mean it's, to me I can't get it it has a better shit. backstory it's, it's you know of course hey man here here we go he's like. Instead of a kid drowning and the counselor's not paying attention, how about the kids just go in and burn him to death instead? You know, it's still like an element. It's water and then fire, you know. But and then no, Friday, the thir- an actual, Friday the 13th camp, they're doing the uh, potato sack, Jason. Right. And the, uh, like I said, Hatchet was a complete ripoff of this film. Really? Because it was like a, a deformed kid, and he was in his little cabin. It is. I never kids, thought of that. It totally is. In there it, yeah. Like burned him in his cabin. Except it's in New Orleans during yeah. Mardi Gras. Yeah. Or some bullshit. Wasn't it, or am I wrong about that? It, it is a Mardi Gras after the fact, but when it ever, whenever they did that, it didn't, you know, it wasn't. Uh, Mardi Gras, when he, the one, hat, you know, Hatchet was killed. Man, somebody's getting some big dick. That's, that's Miami Vice right there. Miami Vice is plugging that hole. <laughs> and she just made the face like, did you just, yes you did, you just you just spunked in me. You spermed my vagina. Yeah, Miami Vice can't hold his load, folks. He can't. He's like, he damn it. He couldn't in that episode either. He's like, you're fucking tubs. <laughs> anyway, but. You left me for a cool fucking bad motherfucker from New York because he was from New York in the show. Nice. Great. And of course she has a weird like basic name like Sally. It's like I don't want to fuck somebody. Some, you know some of the other cast in this I've probably seen him in other shit. I've just, I'm just drawing a fucking blank with it. Uh, but it's funny. It's so random. I never I guess paid enough attention to this to realize that uh, some of these actors were in these other films. Oh yeah. Other than Jason I'm saying he was really the only one and obviously the the Fast Times Kid, because <laughs> he did two movies. He did Burning and that. That's it. You know, that's all I remember. Eighty one, eighty two, done. It's pretty interesting where you know, who crops he's jerking off. Their stardom. Yeah, you see all the fucking trees moving. I mean, he's no, he's got the get, first person. He's getting his uh, hedge clippers out, and that's you know, it's something that the Jason movies really launched was the first person view of the uh, the killer looking out, you know, looking in. Which is kind of a creepy element, but... <clears throat> definitely. Um, because you don't know who's watching, but when you do, you know... Um, actually, what really first started the the first person was Halloween. Like, through the mask. And you yeah, the breathing. totally. But, you know, when Friday came out, it kind of ruined it because he doesn't really have a personality or, like, a human aspect to Jason. He's just kind of there, and he's... 
he's more through the score and the music is how right. Jason works. But you don't hear him breathing in a lot of it. You do in some of the films. Uh, I believe in part two, Potato Sack Jason, you can hear him breathing sometimes. But um, all the Michael Myers uh, first person scenes, you can hear him breathing from oh, the yeah, mask. It's and it's really fucking creepy. And not to mention he's not a kid that drowned or a caretaker that burned to death. It's like, you know, this guy just escaped a goddamn mental institution. He's like, he's coming out. <laughs> you know, it makes it a lot creepier. Right. This is a guy that people knew. Death. He's like a child killer. You can't you know. prevent the scissors into your body. we got a great kill about to come here. I'm not really sure what's going on. It's very death metal. I'm just glad we're starting to get some kills. We had kind of a lag there, and I'm kind of picky yeah. about that. There's a lot of lag in the kills. I like shit to pile up. That's, you know, that's why the Friday films I think got better because it was just all about body count out for a while. So, and that's also get it. Yeah. you would, every time you saw a character and like a story was developing with them, they would just die anyway. So it's like, hey, there's this guy. His name is Philip, and now he's <laughs> dead. Cool. <laughs> Here's a jock douchebag. He's dead too. He didn't even know his name. Fast times, Ridgemont <laughs> High, I'm gonna get hacked up. And, and, Actually, I don't know if he And Jason, they'll remember. just be like a hitchhiker eating a banana, because that happened. And she just dies with a banana in her hand. It's like... They go as far in those Friday movies of just, like, killing just people on the street, like drifters. He just, like... He's like, hey, you're near my woods, whore. And just kills them. Exactly. Well, you know. When movies are all about body count, I'm into it. And there's... Honestly, not a whole lot that really pile them on. I mean, I don't know. Blood Rage does. <laughs> that that is a gem. We, that we, movie we is a promise you gem. we will do Blood Rage from Arrow Home Video. It's movie fucking sick. It's just kill. It's it. fucking sick. Basically, this guy. Uh, you may get it sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it tonight. Uh, basically, this guy. As a kid, kills these these two people that like are like this couple that are in this makeout point, you know, area or whatever. And this kid just like kills them, and then uh, you know he has a twin brother, and the twin brother gets blamed for it because he's basically like same mute. actor. Yeah, he's basically like mute and he can't like speak for himself, and he's just like really freaked out by what his brother just did to him, and. Uh, Wow, that's a cool Ooh. effect. That's nasty. Did you see he's walking with him? That's yeah. great. So this dude's getting fucking scissors. Scissors to the throat, into the tree. Well, it's almost in his like diaphragm. Yeah, it is. It's, it's lower. Like, it's, oh. So in Blood Rage, the twin get the wrong twin gets blamed. He goes to a mental hospital. This other guy is roaming around free that that committed the murder, and it's it's set around Thanksgiving, but it's like. It's in Florida. Yeah, it's, it's in Florida, so it looks like it's summertime, and he's in this like, which it's weird. Is the concept hasn't really been repeated before. No, but he's in this like ritzy like apartment complex. Condominiums. Yeah, like condominiums, and it's like a golf course, like condominium yeah. or something. Florida, and he's just walking around hacking everybody up, and it's it's not it's like at night, but everybody's kind of like hanging out, and no one notices all these people dropping dead, and it's it's just a fucking it's a literal gore fest. I didn't really know until I watched it. I was like, ah, Blood Rage is probably not. And then, you know, Vincent, it was a real treat. And Vincent over here was like, man, you have got to watch this film. It's fucking sick. He, he, he 
brought it over to the house, and I mean, that was just a fucking great time. That movie's awesome. And he's like, this isn't crazy. You're in for a so treat when we do that one, kids. It's going to be... It, it is. It's a fucking... Very underrated. If you've never seen it, it it's if you're into any type of slasher... I mean, it's, it's to me... And you're into it, body count. Oh, and gore. it's great. It has everything. This guy just like... Guy's carrying a fucking machete smoking a joint. Yeah, he, he walks over to this guy casually that's in this fucking armchair on his porch, you know, of his condominium. He's just like, hey, can I hit that? He smokes a joint, fucking kills him with one hand, smoking a joint in the other hand. And then he just like... When the dead body's just sitting there, he just like keeps chiefing on the joint and just walks off. It's takes the joint with him. Just like, damn. Oh, here goes your fast times guy. Oh, damn. Fast time guy. Fast time guy is still going, man. He's trying to find Spicoli. <laughs> needs that dope. <laughs> he needs that fucking Trans Am to get away. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting my fucking dope today. Which, uh, what did you think of the the new Friday, the last Friday Thirteenth film they came out with? The one from '09. Yeah, the Derek, I liked Derek Mears. I liked it. Which uh, I, I we did a shout out to Derek Mears on on Twitter last night, but on the actual podcast, Happy Birthday, Derek Mears! Happy Birthday! So it was his birthday yesterday. Um, what did you think of it? I liked it. Did you? I've I, taken a lot of shit for liking it. I liked it a lot. I saw it several times at the theater. I guess I was so hungry to funny see. Funny thing Jason about me, I had just again. turned eighteen, still didn't have a, a photo ID. Went and got a photo ID, went through all the trouble just so I could see that opening night. Did you like it? Loved it. Friday I think 13th, it gets a bad rap. I think Friday, it's good. Friday the 13th is, is probably, you know, that's that's the first, like, franchise I started running away with when I watch horror movies. It's just my favorite. It's great. It's a you fucking know, slasher. It's for fucking, you, it's like, it's, you know, Halloween is your baby, and that's, that's what Texas you ran away with. Texas is probably. And Texas, yeah. yeah. And then me was, was, was Friday the 13th and Phantasm. So it, I mean, for the know, slasher, it's Halloween. Right. Texas just scared the hell out of me right. as a kid. Like um, The Exorcist. So we got... Blood uh, Rage is actually looking pretty good. Yeah. Excuse me, Blood Sport. Got confused there, kids. Oh, is this the raft with the bodies on it? Yes. But I just think she actually looks pretty good in this. He just like... Well, she's a little too skinny, but still. He just like throws them on Ugh, the she dead bodies. Anorexic. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> she throws My these, back. these fucking corpses on this fucking raft for all these people to go... It's the... Oh, the blood raft. There we yep. Go. Um, the Raft of Doom. <laughs> it's just fucking corpses all over it, and they're about to find out. There's going to be body parts everywhere. Uh, no, but I like that movie. I think it's good. So I, I, The best part to me is that the, the redneck, he's just like, you son of a bitch, I've been here jacking off getting high. Yeah, he really did, yeah. That little redneck. Dude, said, yeah. I thought this was fucking funny. I mean, I don't he didn't say that, but you, you watched But I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed. I... I I'm a huge Friday 13th fan. Uh, There's some fan. pretty decent looking chicks. You got the dude from Supernatural in it, which I don't watch. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. But I thought he did a good job. The main character. He's looking for his sister, yeah. which is still alive, which is crazy. Yeah. And uh, I, I like. I don't have a problem with it. I thought it was good. Well, I like at first, you know, they have him in the potato sack, and then he finds the mask. The girl the that's lubing up her titties is hot, too. Yeah. She looked like a fucking porn star. Well, the Friday 13th films, they always put some good looking ones in there. Um, yeah, there she, she got an arm. You know, to try to shake blood sport. Got a blood splatter from some bodies and off the raft. Yep. Why you would be out there looking at that's beyond me. Ugh. And then it, and goes it fades red to again, red. The George Lucas. Um, yeah, I was 
huge Friday fan, so when I saw the movie, I wasn't disappointed. I really enjoyed it. Did you it. waste your money like I did and see it in RPX? No. I didn't even know RPX was out in 09. It was, it's stupid. It, it isn't anything. All they do is basically take the film and stretch it. It'd be like me taking you know what else they do? They, of a film and sticking it on the back of a goddamn they take like a, They take a Comcast remote and they turn it up like two more. That's what it is. Oh, like it's even louder. They just go like... I mean, I'm not joking. Up. The RPX thing to me, when you go to a theater to see anything, doesn't matter what it is. Obviously, when we go, we're seeing horror films, but <laughs> it, to, you know, to see something like that on that screen, I'm like, this is a fucking ripoff, you know. Yeah. But I paid it because it's Friday the 13th, and I wanted to go to a late showing. I had they're like, hey, we can rake you over the cows. I had to see something in RPX, and I don't know what it was, but you pay way too much for it. I'm just like, I don't know what the difference oh, is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. All they're doing is stretching it across a gigantic stream, a, a, a film. They're taking the aspect ratio and basically... It's what? like half ass blowing it up. It's like IMAX without the. IMAX. It's 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 it is it's it's it's, it's fucking it's, it's, it's ghetto IMAX. It's Smoky Mountain IMAX. <laughs> brought to you by. Well, I mean, it's Radio. everywhere, so it's it, you know yeah. it's you know. You know what the worst thing is? The high frame rate. Have you ever ever had to watch a movie in high frame rate yes. at a theater? Yes. I went and saw the the first Hobbit film, and the only thing available when I went to see it was high frame rate. And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And I asked the. He people, watched it on fast forward. I asked the, I asked the people at the <laughs> theater, and they were like, "Oh, it's just a." Uh, uh, they didn't know. We get you out, look. It's a three hour film. We get you out in an hour and ten minutes. And I was like, "Okay, thanks." And you're done. Goodbye. It's thanks like, for your fucking twenty. It's bucks. like you know, it's the, oh, it's over. You get the. Did I get it right? I kind of tried to get the Lord of the. I don't know. Um, I fucked it up. <laughs> but my Hobbit. Whatever. What it ended thing. up. What it ended up being was, if you ever have schmucks that you know that don't know how to set up the television when they first buy it, <laughs> like their new, their brand new sixty-five inch TV, so they can watch Pipe Man Street Bowl. They got to put it in full frame, buddy. They they full frame it. And then they don't change the frame rate. They have it at like 100,000 hertz per second, so it's not like 64 gigahertz or whatever the fuck right. it is. It's like – it looks like a, a sitcom, and it looks like it's being shot right in front of you. Which I is, thought this guy was dead. Which it's not no, – he just got knocked out for a second because he's tall and he's got to live. Uh, basically, it looks like a sitcom or a Days of Our Lives is being shot right in front of you in your house which is it's not a good thing at all it's really it's this really is the hot frame rate. yeah it's like really fast but you know what like days of our lives looks like it's just yeah. like really fast angles and like yeah uh, it's hard to describe but it just looks it looks like they're fast forward basically what you said maybe i haven't seen that i thought it maybe it might high frame rate does look like it's fast forwarding okay but, then it is so much but it mainly look it makes a really good movie look like Days of Our Lives filming. There's a raft with dead bodies on it and I'm covered in brown goo. Looks like she went swimming <laughs> instead like of she blood. Looks like she, yeah. She, was, she found the toilet porta potty. <laughs> she went swimming in a toilet. Did you swim in the toilet and Cropsy's going to kill you? And this guy's just like, oh come on, that's not happening. This fucking guy looks familiar to me too. God damn, that lake does look cold. I don't know why. That's what I'm saying. It is, man. I'm telling you. Ever I mean, since I was it's a up, kid, it's, like, it's, up north, it's supposed it's... to be hot and warm, but it looks cold to me. Well, you can tell because all the, the leaves are moving and shit. It's like windy. 
And there's waves and stuff. I mean, it, it does look like it's in a warmer month, but for some reason it still looks cold to me. It probably is. He's, He's like, I'm sweating ice cubes. Guy's <laughs> sweating through his crack, too. There was a there was a funny little bit, like, a few minutes ago, there was a chick, and they showed the back of her, and it was just on her crack she was sweating. She had, like, a little She's got props butt. of sweat on her yeah. butt. <laughs> we got Fast Times is waiting waiting around so if you that guy is not someone I know who it is I thought it was but it's not that one actually is wrong he does however have Lou Ferrigno eyebrows <laughs> he looks like the the guy from uh, Eaten Alive like the dad that's like <laughs> that's what he looks like yeah man that movie's a fucking trip we'll have to do that one one time that's a crazy movie it is it's fucking nuts it'll be fun though basically it's about like crocodile hunting it'll be fun on mute yeah <laughs> It's got Robert England in it, but not what you would want out of Robert England, you know. It's if you want still if, pretty awesome. If you want to do what it is, if you want to do obscure Robert England that's not Nightmare on Elm Street, then you do like Galaxy of Terror, you know, or something weird. But which is Roger Corman goodness? Love Roger. Corman. I would love to do Galaxy of Terror. That's a really good movie. I've got that on Blu-ray if you want. Yeah. And it's it's Sid Haig goodness. Which I, it is. First time I met Sid Haig, I immediately asked him about it because I was like, you know, I actually really love Galaxy of Terror and, you know, I thought it was funny how you only had like one line in that movie. And I was like, did you do that on purpose? And he was like, well, the script was so horrible, I almost didn't agree to do the movie. And we compromised and I said, I will say one line out of the script and that's all I'm doing because it's so bad. I guess not the actual script, but you know, like what his character had written down for him. <laughs> it was very cheesy, and he just didn't want to do it. So he said his one line near the end, you know, before he dies, is, which I don't remember what it was, but he had a very, you know, uh, vivid details about him filming that movie, which is pretty cool. Finally, is he actually going to die? Yeah, Fast Times is uh, held captive by Cropsey. He's about to be toast. Um, We got Todd running through with an axe. He's gonna kill Cropsey with an axe. Basically, Cropsey's baiting uh, this Todd character. Oh shit! He's just got a gag on him, and he's put through the wall already with some some nice nice tools. Now, what have you been uh, listening to this week? Well, I've listened to a couple of things. Um, I think my favorite thing that I've listened to so far, and again, this is this is nothing new. I've been going through the classics, but and, and this isn't death metal. I've been listening to Death Angels Ultraviolence. Great album, great album. I've been just wearing that out. Uh, I don't know why. I found an original pressing of it the other day, along with the Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre three soundtrack, which also has like the score or the. Oh no, it, it it's bands. Wow. It's, that's what that, yeah. Well, that's why I sent you the pictures of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really cool. Uh, and I, Which you know, I've met, I've met the guy that played Leatherface from that film. That's awesome. It's R.A. Uh, Malenhoff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That guy's awesome. He's really funny. And the, the Love direct, the speak and spell in that movie. Yeah. F-O-O-D. <laughs> Foo. That, that is the, incorrect. And I met the director as well as my first F-O-O-D. F-O-O-D. That is incorrect. And those two had a pretty funny chemistry in their Q&A about uh, filming that movie and how, 
you know, uh, difficult that movie was to film for right. them. Um, they were they were like a married couple, those two, the director and, and Leatherface. It was fucking. That's funny. awesome. They were really uh, really comical. It was the first Q and A I ever went to, and it was a very weird, you know, like well, I went to like Texas Three Q and A. It was very interesting, not something I ever thought I would see, but it was very awesome. Those guys are super cool. Uh, it is awesome. Met John Duggan same day also, the original you know grandpa of the films, and, and Gunnar Hansen. It was pretty cool. Uh, good experience overall. The only other thing I was listening to this week, I'll throw a plug out old school here, is uh, the band Master. Oh, yeah. And uh, on the seventh day, God created Master. Awesome. Which yeah, is, they are it's, that, and, and here's your fun... If you guys are really into old school death metal, Scott Burns produced it. Yeah. It's just fucking awesome. Um, they are also on that um, Full Terror Assault with uh, Gorgasm. That's awesome. Which is in Cave in Rock, uh, Illinois. I have, which is cool because Master and I saw them at Maryland Death Fest uh, last year and they were fucking awesome. Yeah, they're great. They were really good. And. I hadn't actually checked out too much of their stuff. I, you know, I heard, you know, that first album, that first album, awesome band. Just you know, wasn't crazy about them, but I, I really enjoyed it. And when I saw them, they were fucking. I'm not really huge changed fan my of the perspective stuff, about them. But that 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 the seventh day. Uh, side note: If you, I mean, there's they any just, uh, prog, only prog, prog fans out there, the the Senate guitarist Paul plays guitar on that record. Really? Yeah. Wow. Palmas Video, whatever. Uh, Massival? Or whatever, whatever, I have that. You say. Played with Death. Played on uh, Death's Human. Yeah. Right. But yeah, he did that that record as well. Yeah, and they changed my perspective on it completely when I saw them live. And they, they mostly played all that older shit. Nice. And they didn't really do anything. That uh, record's fucking sick. Yeah. I love it. That's what I like whenever I do go to, to Maryland. You know, usually those bands pull out shit out of their ass. They don't play anywhere. It's pretty cool. Um, I saw Cancer there. Cancer was fucking awesome right all they played was death shall rise and sense of mankind stuff i mean and they played for a good while they were uh it's the first time they reunited haven't played in the states i don't think either ever or in you know like maybe 19 years you know and that was really when they first got together so that was once in a lifetime thing and i was very uh honored to see that because cancer is really fucking awesome First few records, great. They kind of, I don't know what happened. They just <laughs> turned into a very weird Fear Factory band. I don't know what. Ugh. It just, if you listen to their music after Sins of Mankind, you're just like, what happened with this band? Like, they're not. I was never into those guys. And oh. I, I like. The, it was speaking of Scott Burns because he did right, the right. Eyes, which is great. It's an essential. Well, I mean, I, you know. James uh, Murphy was on, I guess, one of their records. Yeah. But I just, I, I just never was. That record he was on, I remember listening to, and that was about it. Right. <clears throat> the record you played me, though, one of the older records I enjoyed. Not really sure which one it was, but we listened to when we were in Atlanta, which, which right. I want to talk about this for a second. It's cool. We had went back in February, and we were down. This was so much fun. Uh, we went down and we saw at the gates. And decapitated, and decapitated was fucking fantastic. Oh, they always are. Man. And then the second night we got to see Cryptopsy, which was fucking awesome. Obituary, which was cool, and Cannibal Corpse, which was 
a really cool set. Yeah, they were nasty. It was great. They played a lot of stuff off of uh, Kill, which, you know, a lot of people didn't accept. But, I mean, that album's fucking shit wagon. It's really good. Fun story, um, though. We were, we were, I had so much fun with They played, with like, four songs off of Kill that night. and they Yeah, it was great, man. Stuff. We had a great time. They haven't touched back to that stuff in a while. They, I mean, of course, they're going to play at least one song off every record, but they, they, Buried the kill stuff that night. It was pretty awesome. Well, the night before, my favorite, the decapitated. Uh, we went outside because it gets really fucking kind of smoky and shitty in there. And we 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 went outside and we came back in. Just for we, we weren't even gone, probably not even two minutes, not even enough to miss a song. We walk right in, and it's fears of madness. Yeah, and it was fucking nasty, and they were great. Decapitated was fantastic. Advocates was cool for what it was. Uh, but it was cool that night we'd actually, when we you went were back. You like Thomas Lindbergh. That's going to be Corey when he's, you know. like He was great. He sounded <laughs> fucking. They were, they were for what they were, it was fantastic. The show was a little overpriced, whatever. It was fun. Right. And then we went to uh, um, back and we started drinking and stuff. And I think that's when you played the uh, Cancer record. Right. Yeah. yeah. We played Death Star Right. Which was fucking awesome. And I, I mean. That older stuff's cool. I, it's just know. those two. It's, right. It's the gory end, which the cover of it's got. Uh, uh, I can't remember his fucking name. Dude from Dawn of the Dead that's got the fucking machete through his face. He has like an actual name. That character, that that zombie. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he. You know that's on the on the cover of Gory End, and then it's Death Shall Rise, which was Scott Burns' record, and then Sins of Mankind, and then after that. I don't know what happened. I guess Burton C. Bell was like, "Hey, man, if you want to like try to make money, you got an MTV. You should be an industrial. You should just, you should just do this shit. And put Have it. you heard of Nine Inch Nails? It's should, the best shit ever. You should change your look. You should change your logo to, to Times New Roman on on Microsoft PowerPoint Word art, and then put, <laughs> put an Google a picture of an oil rig out in Arizona and put that as your fucking album cover. And it's just like, what's going on? And then they're the music's just fucking weird. Oh shit! Cropsy just got yeah, the fucking meat. Cropsy's getting Todd up his butt. Here we go. This sucks. Actually, oh, it was he got fast, fast times. times. Fast times killed. He was like, I need my pot from from, from Coley. I I want to surf the lake. Of course, Cropsy you finally see his face. He's just like, Meh. he looks like the makeup on him's beautiful. Yeah, he looks like a nutsack that was chewed like bubble gum. That's pretty raunchy. That's yeah. And somehow, uh, Bloodsport Girl is still alive. I'm not really sure how that happened. She's covered human shit. Kind of like. <laughs> She just swam in, in this cold ass. But now they're somehow landing a helicopter here too. I don't know how they yeah. called the helicopter, which probably explains they're in the middle of the goddamn wilderness while it's, it's, it's cold. It's Macaulay. He's he's coming. He's like, hey, dude. <laughs> it's somebody's dad. He's just like, oh, it's the chick. Aloha, Mr. Han. It's like my dad's in the Special Forces, and he paid for my summer camp trip. <laughs> oh, and there's Cropsy. Still, yeah. still going. See, this is these are oh, oh axe to the face. Always a beautiful scene, and then and they're setting. Ironically, him on fire. they light him on fire again because that's you fight fire with fire. That's what Metallica taught us. That's what Dave Mustaine taught us too. Yeah, Dave taught us that. <laughs> And this guy, you know, Todd's just like, man, he's lit him on fire again. Yeah. And the bullies live. I don't know, this kind of... Uh, he just fucking... Actually, he just James Hetfield in him because he's on fire. <laughs> it's too bad that... And I hate to say this, but it's too bad James didn't burn to death that night so they wouldn't have all those shitty records. Oh. 
That was mean, but whatever. I'm old. It's basically uh, crucified in this flame. He's just like stuck to this fucking beam yeah. in this barn. Yeah. But uh, this kind of defies odds because it's only 81, but... It looks like he's on a burning cross. Right, that's what I'm saying. He looks like he's crucified. But basically... Uh, they never found his body, but they say his spirit lives in the fucking forest. This forest. forest. A maniac. A thing no longer human. And this goes back to, they the, say, to the campfire. He these, lives on whatever he can catch. These new goons. Eats them raw. And of course, like any 80s film, we're going to leave it open for seven more. Even though there never will be. And thank God they never made it. Yeah. But of course, uh, next week, J.J. is going to remake this. And they're high <laughs> def, and he's going to put actors in it that I hate. And everybody's going to be like, God, he's so creative, even though he just remakes good movies from the 80s and 70s. <laughs> but uh, usually in horror films, they map it to where it's like the chick and the dude that the chick's with survives. Or the, the guy that's supposed, to, that's supposed to end up with the girl. Those are the two that make it out. Right. And in this film, there's like three people that make it out. And it's like... Not the dude that that's with the chick from, you know, uh, the Ridgemont High kid that's, like, watching that it's other just chick weird that, that he was out. into. Yeah, he's... That guy lived, but the, that, that other chick that, didn't, that he was Todd into. dipshit, and then fucking... So it's like the, the couple made it, and then the, the third wheel made it. Yeah. Which is weird, usually, the third it wheel. It doesn't make any sense. No. It's okay. There's some good gore in it. It is. It was very good... Uh, I enjoy that film. It's good. It's, it's weird, but it's, it's good. The Blu-ray looks great. Screen Factory did a great job with this print of it. It looks fucking awesome. Uh, and I wonder if they will credit... Oh, look, there's Tom. He's going to let you yeah, sign. Yeah, see, Bob Weinstein was... Tom will sign it for you. Yeah. Tom will sign it. And, and then try to break you. the spine. When you... Whoa. Okay, I've got to point this out. Just saw something. Rick Wakeman from Yes did the score to this. Weird. I never fucking knew that till just now. Huh. For you prog fans out there. He digs Cropsey. What up? Well, this has been interesting. I, uh, kids, I guess we're about to we're we're gonna leave the uh, camp for the night. We're we're <laughs> we're heading to the bar. We're gonna bunk up. If we can get we're gonna <laughs> if we can get to the bar without getting killed by. Someone else in the woods. I don't know. We got to take the jeep that almost never starts, especially in rain. We have to do that. Yeah. But if Rick Wakeman does the soundtrack, I'm into it. That's pretty damn good. It is cool. Um. Well, before we we set up shop back at the cabin, uh, you have any closing words or thoughts for the for the listeners? The burning man. I actually this is this is better than I remember it being. So this is this is this is actually really cool. I actually enjoyed it. There's quite a bit of gore in it. It so, was. I didn't. I didn't remember how gory this. Uh, was. It, it, it is. It's actually uh, Buffalo, New York. I was right. Boom. Home of the fucking uh, fucking capital. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I liked yeah, I it. Filmed in Western New York. Yep. Fucking awesome. Pretty so cool. You know it was cold. Right below where I was hatched. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Pretty awesome. And about seven hours from where I was hatched, maybe. To the middle ground there when he gets Buffalo from where exactly. I was and from where you were. So, well, uh, say the 
what the doctor ordered was a very good prescription indeed. Fuck yeah. So thank you for that, doctor. And uh, I hope everybody had a great time listening to us watch a movie again. <laughs> and we got to get to the bar. we got to set ourselves on fire. <laughs> and the bar, I mean this, this wooden bar behind me that I'm about to be stabbed into. Uh, I didn't even notice that scene they were showing with the hospital. I totally... We were totally missed that. Yeah. yeah, we were having a good time. But uh, thank you to everyone. And if you haven't seen the burning and you uh, thought it sounded intriguing, then go fucking get it from Shout Factory or find it at your local used DVD record store, whatever. And uh, thanks for for enjoying this bullshit. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And until next time, I've been Corey Gore Christ, Doctor Vincent West. And stay fucking gory, my friends.